the Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We're your host, Tim and Julie Harris. We are going to continue where we left off yesterday. We were talking about the topic of Zillow. And a lot of you guys are very, very interested in um, what is going to happen as a result of the Zillow instant offers, what's going to happen as a result of a lot of the other things that are happening in the marketplace. So yesterday we talked about Zillow, and specifically we kind of gave some basis uh, background information for those of you who haven't been in the industry for that long, knowing what Zillow's basic mission is and really how, in our opinion, they've started to meander into being somewhat of a broker or at least acting like they're a competitor of yours. And we suggested that all of you look at Zillow or consider anybody who's selling leads, anybody who gets in between you and your customer is definitely not somebody who's acting just like a media partner. They're definitely acting like a competitor. So if that's your mindset, I'm challenging all of you to think of it as a competitor. Think of Zillow and the portals as competitors. And not just them, but anybody who gets in between you and your customer is a competitor. That should change your approach, change your attitude, and maybe even change your Frankly, where you decide to invest your uh, money for uh, your business, maybe that should have an effect as well. Because, guys, listen, they are acting like a competitor. They are getting in between you and your customers. And is that something you really feel comfortable with? Ask yourself, where does that go? What's next? You know. So, Julie, before we get to uh, picking up where we left off yesterday, what other uh, – you have some emails and shout-outs and whatnot you'd like to share with our uh, just listeners? Some- some very quick shout-outs, lots of chatter on the Facebook page about this very topic. So we're all very happy that you're paying attention and being tuned in to how this is affecting you or not affecting you. And then we have uh, two referrals for our premier coaching clients who are listening to this on our private Facebook page, two referrals to Florida and one to Prescott, Arizona. So get over there and grab those if those are your areas. And let's see, lots of action, lots of listing appointments being set, probably more than I've seen in a while, I don't know if that's because we're officially in the summer market, we're out of holiday season, we're not dealing with uh, kids getting out of school, going back to school. You know, Fourth of July sure is coming up, but it's not a month-long holiday like we see going towards fourth quarter. So nice job, everyone. Really great support to each other. Lots of pre-listing packages getting done, Tim, so that's working out. Uh, let's see, just kind of scanning through these. I think there's another referral to uh, Conroe, Texas, wherever that actually is. Have to look it up. I think it's near Houston, but uh, let's see. So that's that's pretty much it. So lots of good work and even more reporting on, quote, going old school and writing, dare I say it, paper contracts and how effective that is being Johnny on the spot and not going back to the office and waiting and delaying and then losing the deal. So nice job implementing what you're hearing both in the coaching class and, of course, on the radio show. Back to you, Tim. So Premier Coaching members, uh, Julie uh, is monitoring and, and attends along with our coaches the Facebook private Facebook page. So make sure that you are frequenting that page because there's a lot of mostly very motivational um, ideas and just things being exchanged with folks. And it is a great place to go to get a little boost if you're not necessarily feeling motivated. You know, it's fun to hear folks. I, I tell you the stories I like the best of the agents who have been in the business for a long time and who have always sort of muddled through like most people do. And then they sort of – things click for them. And it's fun to hear 
how they are ref- how they sort of frame like for example the pre-listing pack and how they're realizing as all the listings they would have taken had they been using that from day one. Oh, which by the way reminds me, uh, Premier Coaching members, you guys all need to get your uh, PLPs done. Your pre-listing pack is absolutely positively required. So uh, there is go- there is a link on Harris Learning, and we're going to send an email out to all of you about this, where you can have your pre-listing pack done by our internal media gal, Jovelle. So she'll actually do it for you. There is a fee associated with that. Obviously, these take a little bit of time for her to do. But you, uh, if you have, if you're waiting to get your pre-listing pack done, if you're not technical, I'm certainly not a technical person with regards to computer stuff, not at all. And I'm sure most of you aren't either. Then look, I've removed the excuse of trying to find somebody. It's, it's essentially a turnkey service, and Jovelle does a great job. I'm getting great feedback from the other folks that have used her before. I, I look for an email, coaching members. Again, pre-listing packs, and what we're talking about now is primarily for our premier coaching members. Pre-listing pack is something you absolutely positively want to have done. There's an, an, kind of a magical cycle thing that happens when your pre-listing pack is done, all of a sudden you start looking for listings, you start looking for opportunities because you finally remove the excuse because you know as well as I do, you're using it as an excuse, I don't want to go knock on the for sale by owner's door because I don't have my pre-listing pack done. Well, now it's done, now you're out of excuses and all of a sudden you start basically taking listings. And I'm not saying it's just like magic, but the reality of it is is that once you have a stack of pre-listing packs, you're going to be excited and motivated and you're going to look for sellers to go solicit. So there you go. So Julie, we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. Oh, um, I'm getting a couple chats. People are asking me. <laughs> a lot of our listeners have figured out that Julie and I are live on chat during the radio show. Um, yes, we're still doing free coaching calls. You guys just need to go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. You'll talk with one of our new member enrollment coaches. And when you do so, we're also going to give you uh, our six, well, six of our books for free. The one I think people, well, the two that people talk about the most are Real Estate Treasure Map and uh, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, but it's for real estate. Julie and I have had a lot of real estate information to that book. So you get those books for free. You download them. It's a great sort of, I think, essentially the books that we're giving you should be on every single agent's bookshelf. It's the core basics of what you need to do to be successful, not just in real estate, but in life in general. So go to real estate, I'm sorry, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. If you're on timandjulieharris.com, just scroll to the bottom and just fill out that simple box. And when you do, the books will be digitally sent to you. And then you can also have um, a coaching call with one of our new member coaches, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Okay, Miss Julie, I believe yes. that we are on point. What was the last question you asked me? Uh, we talked a little bit about... Uh, whether it would work or not, and then I had to go to Premier. Did you talk about whether NAR is going to do something? And let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Yeah, let's yeah. go back to will it work, and what are we talking about, will it work? You were talking about the Zillow Instant Offer. Okay. So it. agents are wondering how it's going to affect them. Is every seller going to be saying, hey, I'm taking an instant offer? Is it actually going to work? What is your thought on that? Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, and Gina is telling me the same thing. We left off at Will mm-hmm. Work. So go back and listen to yesterday's show because we talked about what Zillow Instant Offer is. So the next question is, is, will it work? And I just wrote a simple answer down. Yes, it will. There will always be a small subset of, subset of sellers who want to sell for less than market value. You'll find, by the way, guys, if you're doing the guaranteed home sale program or anything like that, you'll shake the same uh, listing leads loose. Uh, when Julie and I sold real estate, we, on all of our sign writers, we had uh, asked about my guaranteed home sale program where this home is guaranteed or your home is guaranteed to sell when you move up to this one kind of thing. And we would 
you know, it wouldn't happen that frequently, but you would get occasional sellers who just wanted to blow the house out. They just inherited it, been a rental for a long time. Those types of opportunities will arise. Well, those sort of fringe sellers are the same exact sellers that uh, Zillow is going to attract with this program. The same exact kind of sellers that investors who've been running these, you know, we buy your house for cash or we buy ugly houses, all those guys, they're attracting the same type of sellers. Now, maybe occasionally they get somebody that uh, it's a great retail house, uh, but at the end of the day, why would a seller in any market, you know, this seller's market, you know, obviously it makes no sense to wholesale your house, but even in a doggy slower market that's completely saturated with buyers, and, you know, there's, I'm sorry, with, uh, you know, too many houses for sale, and it's like it was 10 years ago, and it was a completely different market than now. Well, people are even going to be more sensitive to how much they're going to walk away with because they're selling for less than they otherwise would have. So really, at the end of the day, guys, an offer, a wholesale offer is the way to think of it on a house. is not something that's ever going to appeal to that many people. But will it work? Sure. Will it work for a lot of people? No. <laughs> All right. Now, the next question is, uh, Julie. Should NAR do something? A lot of people are wanting to outcry and demand that NAR do something about this. So my answer, Julie's answer, and we talked about this with our staff, our coaches, is no. National Association of Realtors shouldn't do really anything. National Association of Realtors, this isn't really – I know there's some petitions going. I know there's some guys that have really taken a lot of energy uh, and put a lot of energy behind trying to pressure National Association of Realtors to do something. But what is it the something they're supposed to do? And really, it's not National Association of Realtors' job to do something. It's your job as an individual practitioner to do something. And the something you've got to do is you've got to make your value proposition to sellers in your marketplace so compelling that they never even consider going to a Zillow instant offer. So try to think you're going to pull in National Association of Realtors. It's kind of like Ronald Reagan's old quote, right? When, you know, the scariest words in, in English, the English language, this isn't the exact quote, but it's funny. Uh, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. I mean, I thought that was funny. So that's kind of similar to like the that. expectation that you're going to somehow to get a National Association of Realtors to intervene in a competitive, uh, you know, again, but here's an observation for you. National Association of Realtors definitely seems to think in making comments that Zillow sure as hell is acting like a competitor for real estate brokers. I mean, and they are, essentially, like I said, you guys seem to start seeing Zillow for what it is. They're not a real estate broker. They're not transacting. But the reality of it is, is anyone that gets in between you and your customer is a competitor. So National Association of Realtors doesn't get enough credit. And, again, this is funny as I say this because I never – so many people in our industry who have not been in the business for very long don't know really what National Association of Realtors done. But I'm going to tell you a real quick story. So back when the market blew up, you know, now it's been 10, 11 years ago, there was absolute panic on the streets. Nobody what to do, knew what to do. Um, you know, houses were devaluing. People were in denial. It was an absolute national shit show in the housing market. Sorry, Gina. <laughs> so, but here's what the National Association of Realtors was doing. All the while, the banks were going directly to the FDIC, and the banks were essentially lobbying the FDIC, the government, directly to try to deal us out of the transaction. In other words, they this is a true story, guys. Uh, and we had the, we were working with the National Association of Realtors. We were providing short sale training. You know, we they were very gracious in helping us basically get the word out that agents needed to learn how to do short sales. Now this was eleven, you know, twelve years ago, whatever. But here's what um, here's what they were doing. National Association of Realtors was uh, at the table for all these big meetings that were happening between the banks 
and and the uh, government agencies were essentially basically taking control of everything. If you guys remember correctly, that certainly was happening. And one of the on one of the meetings, at least one of the meetings, the banks were trying to literally make it so it became the new guideline that they got to tell agents, realtors, brokers how much the commission was going to be on short sales. Now, you know, you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. So hypothetically, they would have meandered into trying to be in the, you know, the real estate transacting business, which is what banks have always wanted to do. But there's laws that NAR was able to lobby to get passed to keep the banks out of the uh, the real estate business in the sense that, you know, they're not allowed to be brokers. So, guys, listen, the fact is, is what NAR does essentially is keeps our industry alive in Washington, D.C. And if it wasn't for them, trust me when I tell you, based on past experiences, the other essentially competing organizations in Washington, D.C. would do whatever, that, whatever it took, as fast as it took, to make it so that we were essentially nullified, out of business, it was no longer profitable. You guys getting what I'm saying? This is the reason I say when you send in your National Association of Realtors fees every year, you say thank you. I'm not a shill for the National Association of Realtors. They're not paying us anything. They've never paid us anything. We've never had any sort of financial exchange with them. This is just from my two decades and Julie's two decades of experience. That's what they do, and they do it better than anybody else. So if you want to compete with Zillow, if you're pissed off that they basically are getting into our space and they're starting to work, try to work directly with sellers, which is what they're going to do and doing, you need to get better at your job. You need to basically be the boots on the ground and become more competitive, and you need to improve. That's really where, in our opinion, your focus needs to be. Does that make sense, Julie? Yeah, it absolutely does. And one iteration of that for those of our listeners and our premier coaching clients that do use a guaranteed sale already, it may be something as simple as adding the language of ask about my instant offer. That's it. Just, you know, do what they're doing. There's nothing wrong with that. This is not so different than, Tim, what you said. You know, we pay cash for ugly houses. We pay cash for homes, all that kind of stuff. You just, the main thing is educate yourself and know what it is, how to compete with it, and that it's not going to wreck your business. The stuff has well, been around Car- for a long time. Go ahead. Lance and Karen Kenmore did that very thing, right? Long Top mm-hmm. agents with, uh, up in Kennewick, Washington. We've coached them mm-hmm. forever. You're personal, you personally coach them. And they came out with their own basic, same day Zillow did, they came out with their own program. That's what I mean about you guys being competitive. Don't wait for National Association of Realtors to go in and, do your, and pick your local yeah. battles or you know, defend you in your local fights. We, we don't even talk the world is not coming to an end. Well, but let me just translate a little bit about how an agent would do that, because some of our listeners are saying, "Well, God, I can't guarantee that I can't do an instant offer. I don't want to buy it." Well, you all talk all the time about having investors that are looking for property where they can buy it a little bit under market value, build a little, little bit of equity. If you don't know them, your broker does, and many of all of you who have been listening and implementing the coaching have just become investors yourselves. So don't just shoot it down because you don't know how to execute it. Figure it out. Back to you, Tim. What you should treat it as is a lead generator. That's an essence it, right? A lead generator. If you have somebody in your here, I'll make you. I'll tell you. I'll make a little deal for all of you. You guys, if you generate somebody in your marketplace, a seller that wants to sell their property, and it's in a good market, right? For a thirty percent discount, email Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. We'll either buy it ourselves, or I'll find you an investor that'll buy it. 
there are virtually no deals anywhere in the country right now. And most of the investors that we read about, the hedge funds and whatnot that are still buying, are paying retail or over retail. So if you guys were to happen to get a seller that wants to wholesale their property, you will have, trust me, no problem finding someone that wants to purchase it. The smart move would be purchasing it yourself. All right, so let's move on to the next point. Uh, Julie. Okay, so, and we've touched on this a little bit, uh, is Zillow actually going to encroach on the broker space without actually becoming a broker? And your related question, do you think that Zillow really wants to become a broker? Can you speak to that a little bit? Where do you think they're going with this? Okay, again, yes, Zillow is going to basically continue to encroach on the broker space. And we talked about this yesterday. They have to, they have to always be having a compelling story for their investors. And it's a little bit of it is that, and a lot of it is basically revenue. They, as we teach all of you guys to do, they know they need to have multiple spokes. They need to have multiple sources of money. They make 70% of all their revenue, uh, according to public filings, comes from basically ads uh, from agents or agents buying buyer leads. Well, that's starting to wane. That's starting, agents are, you know, deciding that that's not, a lot of times they're deciding that's not for them. That, you know, there's a whole bunch of things, consternation that's happening on the buying buyer lead side of the industry. You guys have seen it happening. A lot of people don't do it anymore. A lot of people are realizing that the buyer leads that they were attracting online were had very low motivation or no motivation. They're realizing a lot of the stuff that worked 10 years ago uh, about buying leads online isn't working now. So the reality of it is, is Zillow knows that too. They have access to their numbers. They're, you know, they can see what agents are saying. They're, the fact is, is buying buyer leads, in our opinion, is just a trend. It's going to fade out. It's going to be one of those things that people did for a while and they no longer do it. If you've not been in the business for a long time and in the industry for a long time, um, you haven't seen the other trends that have crept up. What happens, guys, is there's, there'll be some little, you know, teams are a trend. Buying buyer leads are a trend. All these other things, if you have a perspective of a couple decades or more, you'll see that there are things that become popular. For In real estate, it's three to five years, and then it fades. Three to five years, then it fades. And then people are under another thing. Uh, back in the 90s, that's when the whole referral thing, buy a referral, ask me about referral, that was something that was really popular back in the 90s into the early 2000s. And then it was social networking. Guys, remember it was about 10, 11 years ago when social networking was somehow supposed to be the, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread and all of your leads were in. What happened with that? See what I mean? You guys have been around long enough. You've seen trends. They're like MySpace. MySpace was really popular. Agents loved that for a while. Who even has a MySpace page anymore? You guys get the point? So this is just a trend. Zillow recognizes there will always be people that want to buy buyer leads for sure. But Zillow is trying to diversify their income, create multiple sources of business, and they're going to have to do more things to get between you and your customer, you and your potential customer, if their you know, income source is dependent on selling you those leads. So is Zillow going to encroach into the broker space without being a broker even more? Absolutely, they already have. I think no one's going to argue with me about that. If you define a broker as someone who basically generates buyer and seller leads, the only thing they're not doing is transacting, but they're also offering what? They're offering a, you know, a, you know, they bought that loop, so they have essentially have a CRM in place. They're doing everything right now, but basically they have a, hey, guess what? They have essentially a glorified IDEX website, don't they? They're doing all the things that a broker would do minus the buying and selling for now. I don't know. We have a theory on that. We're going to share that with you hopefully today, maybe tomorrow. So is Zillow going to encroach in the broker space? Absolutely. Does this mean that Zillow wants to be a broker? This is our opinion, but we don't think they do. 
I know a lot of people um, in the real estate industry think that that's Zillow's ultimate move, but personally, I don't think they want to be a broker, and here's why. The broker business has tiny margins. Most brokers make 3 to 5% before taxes. I don't think Zillow is going to be that you know, compelled to get into an industry that has margins that small. I don't think that's a story that anybody on Wall Street is going to reward them for when they actually decide to, if they were to decide to, say, for example, starting to open up Zillow offices or if they decide to buy a big Zillow you know, uh, franchise. If you see them make a move like that, it's probably out of desperation because there's no way they don't know that the numbers are tiny on that. Being a broker, this is the oldest joke in real estate, but being a broker generally just makes you broker. And, you know, Zillow is making plenty of money being in the uh, business of creating and selling leads to you guys and other ancillary services. So why would they want to get into the brokerage side of things? Well, you're saying, Tim, think about the money, 3 to 5% before taxes. This, that sounds like a small number. But when you scale that to all the markets they could be in, well, maybe that's true and maybe I'm wrong. And maybe we'll see over time that they did want to be in the brokerage business. But it's not been my observation that that's their goal and their motivation. It's cleaner for them to be in the business they're in now. Now I have to get licensed, now I have to deal with all the legal ramifications of being a real estate brokerage. If you guys want to debate that with me, just email me directly at Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com. I would appreciate knowing what you guys were thinking. But there is little doubt that Zillow will soon test market a product that generates leads, does mild conversions to those leads, and sells those leads to agents and brokers uh, for, uh, for fat fees. And so here's our opinion. What is Zillow's, and the next question, Julie, is what is Zillow's next likely move? Where do we think they're going to get into? In our opinion, what they're going to do is they're going to start lead generating, converting leads, referring those leads out to agents and collecting referral fees. In our opinion, that's the next piece of low-hanging fruit for them. They already have all those mechanisms in place. They've got killer lead generation. They've got staff on site that does lead conversion for agents. It's an added service for premier agents. You guys, maybe you don't know that, but they do. So, you know, they, they'll generate the lead. They'll actually convert the lead. Now, does that mean the lead's any good? They're going to buy right away. We know statistically the answer is no. But what they're going to do is then they're going to convert the best ones. Then they're going to then refer those leads back to you. There isn't a company right now, I don't remember the name, that does just that. And I cannot believe it exists, but this just goes to the fact that I, it stuns me that agents won't do this. Yeah, there's a conversion company. I don't remember the name of it. I suppose there's probably more than one. But what they do is they take over all of your lead funnels. So if you're doing pay-per-click, if you're buying leads here, if you're doing this, the other thing, all those uh, funnels then go to them. They convert the leads for you. They go through the pre-qualifying and finding out motivation and all that. And here's the amazing part. You paid to generate that lead. They had the conversation. They just pre-qualified them. And then they refer that lead back to you. You have to pay a referral fee, 25%, by the way, to get the lead back that you already generated because you weren't willing to do the pre-qual yourself. You guys realize the insanity of that? But if a business like that can exist, you know, and, there, and it does, there's going to be more companies that do the same thing. This goes back to the fact that you guys have to learn to be masterful, and I'll use the word, it's defensive to some people, but masterful salespeople. And a masterful salesperson has mastered the art of asking questions, knows how to pre-qualify, knows how to actually help a buyer or seller make buying and selling decisions. And if you're not going to do that, if you think you can succeed by buying leads and delegating everything, you will make no money and you will be out of the business. You'll never make any profit. 
Julie, am I hitting these guys too hard, or do you think we're making this point? No, I don't think so. I mean, here's what I see is this is just another iteration of all these different things that they can do, sometimes do do, whether they want to or not, just like the relocation model, right? There is a precedent for this. Agents will pay for some of these. Is it going to be all of your business? Excuse me, absolutely not. There's just not that much of it, especially in today's market where sellers are going to say, yeah, you know, I'll take 30% less of what I can probably get. I mean, who does that, right? So it's just well, you're one talking of about the instant offers, right? Thing. Yeah, of the instant right. offers. So what, but then as far as the buyer right. leads, you know, if you don't want to pay for buyer leads, all you have to do is increase your skill. And I think a lot of agents take a while to come around to that, but they all eventually come around to that. And I see it on the Facebook page. It's so much easier to here's what I, here's the quote. Just do the work. I see that a lot yeah. where agents will say, you know what, it's easy to just do the work. It's harder to fight it. And it's certainly more costly. So I think the first thing is educate yourselves, then decide, you know, what, if anything, you're going to do about it, and, you know, just do what they're doing at a higher level and know that it's not going to wreck the place. I mean, this is just probably going to be a flash in the pan like some of the other stuff we've seen come and go. Well, so, but, but where's their next move? Most likely, it's going to be in the referral business. Referral they're going fees. to basically start converting these leads. In my opinion, this, is, this is, makes the most sense, and then they're going to start referring that business back to you guys. You know, so there, that'll be interesting, right? So you're already on a broker yep. split, and now you have to pay Zillow or another, you know, like Relo. You guys have done Relo before, and, and not all of you have, but, you know, it's an onerous referral fee. It's, it's not 25%. It's usually 35 or 45% that you pay on top of your broker split. So you get a referral fee or a referral from the reload department. They're going to charge you, let's say, 35%. You're, you, know, you have to pay your broker whatever percent you're paying your broker. And then you know, the rest of it basically goes you have to cover your expenses and your tax. And you figured out you'd, been better, uh, you'd earned more money working at Starbucks than you would have working with that buyer or seller. And a lot of you guys are stuck in that paradigm. All you're doing is ex- you're essentially working for like 9 or 10 bucks an hour when you do business like that. Will agents take referrals if uh, sure. Zillow starts converting them? Hell yeah, they will. I know they will. But, you know, there it is. So that's probably the next move. Now, if you're an agent or a broker in your marketplace and you're looking at Zillow now as your competitor, which they are, and you know that's the business they're going to start getting in, here's what you should do. You should become really, really good at lead follow-up and really, really good at lead conversion. And you need to do that immediately. You need to adopt the mantra of furiously fast lead follow-up. You need to use the uh, you know, pre-qualifying scripts that we give you as far as premier coaching and become so good at it. Your office, your brokerage, your team, you individually have to live and die by your uh, furiously fast lead follow-up. Write that down, guys. It's the key to winning the battle. Remember, don't look for NAR to solve your, your, you know, fight your fights for you. This is a boots on the ground, forward deployed, in your marketplace, you know, door by door, fight, just as you would if your competitor down the way is starting to do some promotion. What if your biggest competitor in town started doing exactly what Zillow did at the level in which they do it? What would you do? Would you just basically call up NAR and say, hey, can you come here and kick these guys' asses for me? No. You'd either have to get out of business or, or you'd have to basically get your game on. My suggestion to you is you get your game on. You be there first and be their best. It's no different than anything else. When I mean, who's going to be the one that takes the listing? If your next door neighbor knows you and knows that you're professional and you've spoken to them about real estate, why would they ever go to any other source but you? But if you're not out there working it and you don't know how to prospect and you don't know how to lead convert and you don't know what you're doing and you become dependent on any of these. You know, Tim, some of the most frustrated agents that I've seen through coaching 
have become dependent on something like this, and then whatever that source was, whether it was a relocation gravy train or some other lead generation source that was paid, and it goes away, or if the agent moves or they move because of their spouse's job or whatever the case may be, and that one spoke dries up, that's what we you know, lovingly call the one-spoke wonder. It can be very damaging to get addicted to this kind of thing. It's better to get addicted to your own success or your own skill. Guys, listen. It, well, first of all, Premier Coaching members attend Julie's call. Uh, Julie's uh, Premier Coaching call. Oh no, actually, Rochelle's doing it today. Rochelle. So attend the yep. call live today. Um, and, and remember, if you don't have your pre-listing packs, get the pre-listing packs done. For those of you guys who are fearful of basically what Zillow is going to be doing in your marketplace, be fearful, but don't allow that fearful to cause you to take no action. You've got to realize that they are acting like a competitor, and if they're, you know, so you have to decide what what that means to you. I'm not going to tell you to do business with them or not do business with them. That's, I don't think, appropriate for me to say. But I will say that if you, if you think of them like a competitor, someone who is intentionally trying to get between you and your customer, does that change your mindset about these companies? It's not just them, obviously. You know, they're the big, big target because they're the lead dog. They're leading, the, uh, I think, a lot of these tech companies and trying to figure out a way to disintermediate a word coined by Brad Inman, you know, 25 years ago. But they're the ones leading the, leading the attack on this, trying to disintermediate, get realtors out of the transaction. That's, all, that's what all these tech companies want to do, guys. I mean, they might pander to you and say, we're in the real estate agent business. It's only because they're trying to make money off of you. But don't think in the back of their minds. They're not trying to do to us what they did to everybody else, what they're trying to do to everybody else, rather. And they're just trying to disintermediate. They want to basically make it so somehow real estate becomes a tech, a tech uh, problem that needs solved and not a person, not, not a real estate agent, not a you know, National Association of Realtors. All the existing business models, even though these guys will happily sell you their wares, and not all of them are bad. I mean, there's more good ones than bad ones. I'm not suggesting that. But I'm just suggesting you change your mindset, and you look at a lot of these companies for what they are. They absolutely are competitors for you. Now, it can be a friendly competitor, or it can be an adversarial competitor. You needed to make that determination for yourself. You know, if you've got five listing appointments set up for the next month, every one of these sellers are basically, you know, got, had gotten a solicitation from Zillow, and they go to the website, and sure, they shoot down the, the offer because the offers are too low. But guess what happens? They're now getting inundated with calls from Zillow agents, you know, trying to confuse them with CMAs, trying to tell them houses are worth more than they actually are so those agents can take the listing. Isn't that kind of what's going to happen with all this? We think so. So listen, guys, we're going to pick up where we left off. Uh, today, tomorrow, and we're going to be getting related to the heart of what you guys can be doing, what the action items that you need to be taking, and really hoping to get you guys to be more competitive in your mindset and your approach. Because if you're not, you're not going to make it. You will just get washed under. There's no two ways about it. I think Brad said, Brad Inman said it best on Inman. He thinks that basically Zillow coming out with this essentially marks a sea change in the way the industry will be, um, will essentially, you know, act. I think he's overstating it. Brad's a tech guy at his heart, but his point is valid. You know, his point is the fact that it's going to open the door, give permission for uh, a lot of these companies that have been on the fringe, the wholesale, you know, investor type programs to come front and front stage. You're going to have to learn how to compete with companies like Open Door, companies like Zillow Instant Offers, and all the others inevitably will rush to the space. When you're sitting across from that seller, and that seller said, well, I have received offers from these five other companies, and this is the net, you know, one of them is offering 13% basically less than retail. 
Well, guys, if you don't know how to justify your commission, most houses take an average of 10% between commissions and closing costs. And so maybe the seller's willing to take a 3% hit and t sell it for 3% less than otherwise maybe you could have. But you're going to have to come up with a really compelling reason why people are going to want to do business with you. Otherwise, you won't be in the business. You won't be able to compete. And guess what? If you don't have listings ultimately and you're just stuck with buyers, you're stuck right back where you are, a lot of you now, buying buyer leads. You guys getting what I'm saying? Look at, my, look at this as your competitor. You should have a war mindset, and when you go to war, you have to have total victory. You cannot have any kind of middle, gro middle ground, or you will end up fighting that war again and again and again and again. Then that war starts with you at your desk right now in your head, getting really good at what you're supposed to be doing, making it so when you're talking with any buyer or seller, they would even think – of uh, considering anybody else. That's what I'm talking about, you being the best version of a salesperson that you possibly can be. So, guys, listen, we're going to pick up tomorrow where we left off today. If there's ever anything we can do for you, um, you know, guys, don't ever hesitate to reach out to us. I know some of this stuff is a little shocking. It's a little scary, and maybe we're having, adding a little bit too much drama to it to make a point. But the reality of it is, if, you know, Julie and I, if we were in the real estate, if we were transacting, if we were back in Columbus, Ohio, selling houses, and Zillow comes to town with it, Zillow Instant Offers, I promise you the last thing that we'd be doing is sitting around and waiting to see what happens. We would be taking proactive measures right now to make it so there was no adversarial result in our business. And you need to be doing the same thing. And if you're a broker and you're just passively sitting around thinking this is not going to have an effect on your business, you're wrong because what it's going to affect is the seller's mindset about selling. That's really where this this, this is really what Brad was inferring, I think, in his article, that this will be a psychological shift in how sellers think about selling now that they're getting, uh, having more options. You guys get what I'm saying here? So you're going to need to be able to compete with those same options. Competing does not mean matching. Competing means beating. So if you guys need us for anything, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. We will pick up where we left off tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.